everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your coach for this episode. First, I want to wish everyone a Merry, Merry Christmas. Depending on the time of the day that you are listening to this, I hope that you are enjoying your families, that you all are celebrating, that you're just enjoying the gift of life this year. I'm excited. It is Christmas Day and, um, you know, just enjoying the vibes of Christmas. Uh, So from near and far, just wishing you all a very, very merry Christmas. Thank you all for supporting. Thank you all for continuously sharing this podcast and downloading it. I'm getting so much feedback and I really appreciate it, especially on my social media platforms. A lot of you are really uh, telling me how you enjoy it in your own special ways on social media. So keep that coming. It is such amazing uh, encouragement. Also, don't forget, and some of you have it, have already taken advantage of this, but if you need private coaching, please seek me out. I can be found at www.iamreneroberts.com. You can book a session. And I do also do free consultations. Um, If you go ahead, you can book that through my site as well. And of course, follow me on Facebook and Instagram. You get to, you can find me through there also at I am Renee Roberts. So my ultimate goal for each episode is to be a therapeutic time of discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. So you already know what I'm about to say. Let's get our lives moving forward. Yes, so we are in the final part of this trilogy, uh, talking about 21st century parenting. I have brought my best friend, LaShawn Brooks, Coach LaShawn Brooks, back on site with me, and we are ready to to put the na- the ham the the nail all the way into the board. Right, we're going to hammer <laughs> it in. We're going to bring it home. Absolutely. Yes. So say good morning to the or hello to the people. I should say. Hello, on their time folks. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you all should see her face. She's like, yes, Merry Christmas. Uh, but we've been talking about parenting, giving some parenting tips, some parenting yes. skills. Uh, and, you know, my whole drive for this these episodes, or I should say this topic, was really to get parents to see that it is time to start parenting and to start parenting in a healthy way. And not just parents, but people that are involved in kids' lives. You know, if you have a portion, if you're a part of a child's life, take take pride in that, you yeah. know, and begin to, uh, inc- in, uh, what is it, what I'm trying to say, um, not encourage, but empower. Yes. It's another E word. (laughs) Uh, Start empowering yourself to be the best caregiver, the best guardian, the best godmother, the best uncle or aunt, the best grandparents, the best parents that you can be. Um, Our kids deserve it. They are the next generation. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure that they are growing up in a much healthier way than we did. Not saying that all of our upbringing was unhealthy, um, but we want to make sure we're kind of increasing with each generation mm-hmm. uh, health, you know, so yes. that the strand of 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 the genealogies can become stronger or strengthened um, in our behaviors and our in our psyche, our, our, you know, physical everything. We just want to be better overall. So I hope this has been helping. You know, if you've been, if you tuned in for the first two episodes on this topic, you know, we've been covering a gamut of things. On the last episode, we talked about structure and discipline mm-hmm. uh, with, uh, as far as per- parenting elements. Um, 
we want to add three more things to that and in the conclusion of this. So you ready to jump in, best friend? Absolutely. <clears throat> so let's talk about it. So we talked about structure being important. We talked about discipline being important, right? We, we kind of even broke it down to positive and negative consequences. So today we want to talk about care. That's the first thing I want to talk about is care. Care is number three of parenting elements. We have to make sure that we are caring in the sense of physical, mental, and emotional, right? So when we're talking about physical, we're talking about nutrition. We're talking about exercise. Mm -hmm. We're talking about enough sleep, rest time. Yes, these are all physical elements of our children's uh, development. And we have to make sure that we are uh, giving them the outlets they need um, in order to make this happen. Now, best friend, Mm -hmm. Coach LaShawn, Mm -hmm. (laughs) help the people understand you have multiple children in your home. Let's talk about nutrition for a second. Mm -hmm. What, what tips can you give to the parents on, because kids can be finicky. Kids can be very funny with their eating, um, nutrition, what's a good, what, what is, what is a good method, you know, to, to kind of put out there to them that they can implement and in, in ensuring that their children are eating in a healthy way, that they're literally getting enough nutrition. Cause some parents are fast food junkies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we pop, you know, right after McDonald's, no slight on McDonald's, but you know, we right after McDonald's, kids just seem to love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, Grab the kid a happy meal, you know, mm-hmm. throw it in the back seat with them and yeah. we're on the go. What how, help the people out? Help the people them. So I used to be like super strict with food, which um, um, is is definitely really important to my own heart, because I feel like just like, you know, you can emotionally neglect a child, traumatize a child um, through abuse or, you know, um you know, mistreating them. You can Mm -hmm. also mistreat your children when it comes to food Mm -hmm. as well. Wow. And it is up to us as those who are going before them to teach them what is healthy, what, what is good for them, not just, you know, what's going to get them fed really quickly, but what is healthy Mm -hmm. because in this time, in these years where they're forming their mindset about every other area of life, their mindset concerning nutrition is also being formed in this season of life. Mm. And so we can literally traumatize our children <laughs> with by what we feed them. Or allow them to eat. Or allowing them to eat. So it's it's really important to, you know, have a good balance. Yeah. You know, of I course. know some people that are like, My kids never had sugar in their entire life. Which, if that's your thing, that's fine. They will find it, though. They will find it. (laughs) Um, There is a really um, well-known writer. I don't know. I think he may be a doctor now. But he, all of his life, he was completely, like, they made him abstain completely from everything. You know, he never had sugar, never had soda, never knew what candy was like, no sweets, no nothing. He always ate, you know, perfectly healthy foods. But then when he went to college, (laughs) he started eating, you know, fast foods and different things like that. He literally got Crohn's disease and almost died because there was like no balance in his home. So there has to be some balance here. But, you know, it's important to teach them what is healthy. There is a certain amount of fruits and vegetables that you need in your life on a regular basis so that you can be healthy. Yes, and water. 
and water and water. We don't give our kids enough water. So we important. juice and them that's out. True. We caprice on them out. We give them <clears throat> the roaring waters, the flavored waters. No, these our kids need water. If you think about it, where did your water habits come from? Right. The people who trained you. Right. That. And and it's so funny you said that because my grandmother, who was like one of my primary caretakers, mm-hmm. uh, she drank water religiously. Mm-hmm. Like we literally back in the 70s, 80s had a water cooler in our home. Wow. Yeah. It was crystal water at the time. Mm-hmm. So she would buy distilled water. I'm like that's why I like distilled water <laughs> and we drank like she we and it wasn't a mandatory thing for us as kids but mm-hmm. because we we saw her doing it we modeled that you yeah. know and so even to this day I drink a lot of water yeah you know water is my thing but you know if you wait until you're thirsty you've waited too long you're already dehydrated yeah Right. And so it's not, you know, we don't just want to give our children water when they're eating. No. But it needs to you be. You need to stop being yeah, intentional. Water. Drink, it's time. It's water break, guys. Yes. Water break. So, so important. That's, that's good. So good. I like yeah. it. <laughs> you know, in exercising, you're always taking your kids outside. You take them on walks. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, what other things can parents do? That what about the parent that's not the physical per- parent? Like, yeah. what are some things that they can do? Uh, to make sure that the kids are still getting. You know what's really cool, which one you know something that I watch you do with you know my ten year old challenges. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I'm not you know gonna do yeah. all this yeah. with you, but, <laughs> but I give. You- I'm gonna challenge you. <laughs> Can you do it in thirty seconds? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm gonna count down, and you see. You know what I mean? Yeah. What you do? Hide and hide seek. and seek. All of oh, those yeah. little all things. All I gotta do is find them. And there's so yeah. many things on YouTube, Amazon Prime, all of these different uh, um, networks. Where they you can know, dance. Where, and, yes. Yeah, they have good. little yoga for them. There's yeah. so many different things that you could do to give them that outlet. That's good. So good. And then, of course, rest and sleep. We won't get into that. Oh, right God. Now. Help. <laughs> Help, God. We won't even talk about <laughs> The, your, the kids with the rest of sleep. But please, make sure your kids are getting at least eight hours of sleep. It is for their growth. Kids yeah. do a lot of growing as they're resting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why babies, infants, sleep so much in their mm-hmm. initial stages. Because the, the body, the biological part of them is growing. It's expanding. Uh, so we don't want to stunt our kids' growth by, you know, letting them get three hours of sleep. You know, they're up all night. You know, they sleep all day. No, during the day, they need to be getting their exercise and stuff. That's you, not the time Yeah, to be asleep. Because now you want to do exercises at night. <laughs> and it best. throws off you as the parent. Right. It throws your sleeping cycle off. Um, so you can't be optimum for your children. You know what I thought about yesterday, which was really eye-opening if your kids don't get the proper sleep on like let's just say you know they're sleeping you know they're going to bed late at night they're sleeping Mm -hmm. um late into the day if you think about it they um are not just affected with their sleep patterns but their eating patterns absolutely and so now your eating patterns you're waking are up off. at during lunchtime right so mm-hmm. then all, or you slept through it so right. your so you your sugar levels are not being stabilized there's so many different things that go into and that and now your behavior it's is important. affected by all it's of that off. you yeah. wake up with a headache you know you wake up cross <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you're make hungry. sure yeah so physical <laughs> care is important yeah mental care we're talking about education, um, creativity, mm-hmm. uh, giving them a time to have some self-defined fun. Yes. You know, in other words, don't don't always have to be the catalyst as the parent or the 
core of their fun. They need to be able to self-define what fun is for themselves. Now, see, that's good. Yeah, because this is a part of their mental development right. still. Yeah. You know, if we don't give them the opportunity to self-define it, they'll always depend on you. Absolutely. And that can be tiring. Yes, very tiring and underdeveloping for them. Yes. You know, because yeah. they'll grow up really thinking that without any motivation uh, to be creative in that area. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you want to say anything on nope. that? Okay. I'm just trying to jump to the next one because I'm looking at our time. We're having so much fun. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> we haven't even gotten <laughs> to the second fun. one. All right. And then emotional care. You know, learn to ask questions. Listen to your children. Validate them. You know, don't don't put your feelings on them. Help the people out. Emotional Look care. Your children in the eyes. I don't I and, and that that might sound, you know, so um so simple. It really is simple. But there are times where your kids and, and it needs to be daily. Yeah. Where you literally look them in the eye. And listen to them speak. Wow. You know, um, speak to them, looking them in the eye. We, you know, our kids are, you know, different heights, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And we're always around each other. And, you know, you're bumping around and here and there throughout the house and doing this for them and that for them. Just because you're feeding them or, or you know, over them. De- you're, we often look over our kids so mm-hmm. much, mm-hmm. but our children need eye contact they need to see that we are attentive and we're listening to what they have to say mom i want something to drink mom i want this you know and and we'll we're we're moving so we think that we're caring for them yeah we're caring for them externally yeah but to care for a child internally is going to take some eye contact it's going to take investing some time like you said asking some questions what do you feel about this yeah you know good. helping them teaching them to articulate and that um cares for their emotions but it also trains them to to become um emotionally intelligent themselves mm, i like it you know yeah. then now they are willing to do that for, for other others people. they become a little more empathetic yeah 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 i like it i like it so that is um the emotional aspect of it. Thank you for that. So we have care. So we, we let's recap. We have physical care, mental care, emotional care. All three of these areas, they, they need to be attended to in our children. So the, the fourth one. Yes. One, two, three, four. Time. Time. We're talking about quality, not necessarily quantity. Although quantity is important when you are dealing with children. This is these are the effects of time. When it has when they're having time with you, it creates a bond and it establishes their safety. This is where they develop their uh, attachment styles from with the time we invest into them. Uh, when they spend time with others, this is what helps to mold their social life. So it can't be just time spent with mommy or time spent with daddy. They, they need to spend times with others. They need to spend time uh, with peers, you know, meaning kids their age. Uh, this is a part of their social expansion. They can't just, it's, it's not healthy for them to just be bottled up with you and with their siblings. You have to expand them a little bit, a little bit at a time, of course, because you can't trust everybody with your kids, but you got to have somebody you trust so that they can begin to expand in that. And then with and, and then they need to learn how to spend time alone because what this does, it helps to construct their differentiation, mm-hmm. which is vitally important as a human being. Yes. We have to learn how to function within our own distinct person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we never if they never spend time alone, 
they'll never know how to do that. They'll always need someone, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't want a, a codependency to develop on the presence of others. What do you, what do you feel about that? Uh, I, I definitely agree. You know, time is so important and the type of time yes. is important. Yes. Um, again, we're often with our kids all day long, doing things for them, um, you know, answering their requests, helping with homework, uh, feeding them, cooking, you know, taking them on walks and all these different things that we do for them. Um, but there's a difference from, you know, then doing things for your children mm-hmm. and your children doing things for you. Cause you know, go get my, go get the remote, go yeah. get my, this, my, that, versus you know, doing things with them versus doing things with them. Yeah. And so, you know, like you said, the bonding time is yes. so important. Yes. Um, giving them an opportunity to bond with you. Why do you think children are so affected by their peers? It's because the time shifts, you know, and sometimes kids can be more affected by peers than anything else right. at a certain stage in life. Depending on how much time they spend with them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly because when we are parenting, we're doing things for them. They're doing things for us. We're training. Work all of, mode. Mm-hmm. But when I sit down and get on eye level with you now my influence in your life is different Mm -hmm. from me just telling you what to do as instructor than me getting on your level and getting eye to eye with you there's a different place of influence that you have in a person's life when you're spending time with them so that's really important the type of time that will be called quality time you know watching tv is not quality time no that's just entertainment watching a a family movie that is not quality time it's just time it's just time yeah and someone else is doing the investing right but when you sit with them and you play their games and you hear what and you get in on what they do right get in on their creativity do crafts with them sing with them that's something me and my granddaughter love to do we just she likes to sing so (laughs) you know i will strike up a song and she's like gma sing it again you know so you know like you said this is making an investment you making the investment into them Mm -hmm. versus letting something else occupy us while we're sitting together and like you said when you have and this is important as well making sure that you're building relationships for your own life Mm -hmm. and in you building relationships for your own life it gives opportunity for them to do the same. Right. We're not just talking about schoolmates here. We're talking about friendships that are that build. We're build, we're building a legacy of friendship. Yeah. For our children. Absolutely. So now, because I have strong relationships in my personal life, that gives my children someone else to lean on. Mm-hmm. That gives my children another listening ear. That gives my children someone else to bounce things off. If they cannot say it to me or they can't contact me, they need to be able to contact someone else. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that is so very important. Mom and dad should not be the end all of relationships. Absolutely not. You know? It takes a village to raise a a child. It takes a village. Yes. A village of um, a, a multi generational village, right? You know right, I mean? a whole village which includes babies and adults alike. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> that's good. And then, of course, like I said, making sure that their kids have time to spend alone. You know, it's good to make them sit down and and grab a coloring book mm-hmm. by themselves. Go sit and read a book yeah. by themselves. Uh, and and make it intentional mm-hmm. because it expands them. Uh, in their attention 
as capacity also. Mm -hmm. A lot of our kids suffer with attention issues. I won't say disorders, but attention issues simply because we're always um, leaning on someone else to be the entertainment for us. Putting them in front of an iPad. You know, there's always electronics, you know, there it's, it's someone else investing. Right. And it can't be all day guys. Come on. Like put a lot of time and put the child in some alone time, not time out. But just some a long time is for their building. Yes? Yep. And the last one, because we are definitely like out of time. Jesus. <laughs> uh, love and affection. Yeah. I'm going to let you take this because you are <laughs> definitely a loving and affectionate mother with yeah. your children. Yeah. Uh, give the people some thoughts on that. Um, I, I, I love, you know. I love love. I love being affectionate, uh, definitely with my children. Um, it, I feel like affection is vital. Um, it's a part of giving your child time. It's a part of caring for them emotionally. Mm-hmm. A lot of us have been affected uh, by, you know, our past, different things that we have dealt with. We've been affected by, you know, um, our legacy mm-hmm. where, you know, we didn't get certain things. And so it is important for us to become skillful mm-hmm. and giving care through affection mm-hmm. and loving on our kids. I heard something um, and it just absolutely changed my life. Because I was affected as a child um, and touched inappropriately Mm -hmm. and dealt with molestation. So when I had my first child, I was my ability to give affection was altered. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wanted to love on my child, but I I, just there was this Mm -hmm. huge blockage Mm -hmm. there. And then I, you know, began working on that blockage. I wanted to heal that. And in my process of healing, I heard um, um, a minister share on the importance of holy affection, healthy, wholesome affection. And um, one of the things that he said blew my mind. He said, um, we are so we're often so afraid of perversion that we rob our children of affection. Yeah. And we don't recognize that perversion. Touching children inappropriately is perversion, Mm -hmm. but robbing them of appropriate affection is also perversion. It is. And I went, my brain just exploded. And I just was like, wow, like that changed my life. Wow. And I... I started to seriously work on being free and I got so free. I'm like, come here. We're going to kiss. I'm going to hug you. I'm going to love on you from a place of wholeness, from a place of you are important. You matter on this planet, you know, and that, that changed everything for my family, my children that, you know, my, my daughter, you know, my ability to give her affection shifted. And then my children that came after her, they got it. They got it all raw. Yes. Kissy bears. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. That means the important thing is making sure that we as parents deal with our own brokenness so that we can be free to wholly love our children and show them love. That is so good. And you know what else? My dad kisses my children, including my son. Oh, that's so important. Big time. He loves them so much. And he, you know, to get that from a man as well. Yeah. That's a big deal. That's good. And I want to add one last thing on the affection. You know, you mentioned it earlier with time, but have conversations with your children. Yeah. 
That is so affectionate. Absolutely. You know, even as adults, we understand that communication is a part of affection. Yes. This is how we we grow together. Yeah. Uh, so just having conversations at their level, you know, have right. some conversations with them. I don't care if it's about cartoons or something imaginary, their imaginary friend. <laughs> have a conversation <laughs> with your children. Yes. And show them some love and affection in that. And I'll close with this. If you have children with disorders or behavior challenges, I know some of these things that we talked about may be a little more challenging uh, than others. Yeah. Uh, but I encourage you to get the help you need to equip yourself with strategies and skills uh, to make sure that your child is not being robbed as well. It is so important. Uh, challenges, uh, behavior issues, those things, disorders, they do not make our children any lesser. Right. It just probably makes the parenting a little uh, more difficult yes. in certain areas. But if you got the right village around you, that child is going to be fine. Uh, you can also you can always Google uh, different help techniques, yes. uh, different types of uh, therapy, uh, all types of things. You know, they have behavior specialists. Mm -hmm. None of our children are bad. Right. You know, just some of our children have challenges. All of them have challenges, yes, actually. All of them. Uh, but some of them um, <laughs> have the uh, other biological things going on with yeah. them. So I hope this trilogy has helped you as parents. <laughs> we have went over a little bit, but I think it was so important to get Absolutely. all these pieces in. Listen, let's make 2021 a better year of parenting. Uh, and we add upon it, even if you are a great parent already, become a better parent. In 2021, because as as parents all all over the world know, we all can stand to learn a little more. Absolutely. Yes. Let's keep making generations healthier. Best friend, Coach Lashawn. Thank you for all of your time. You sat with me for three episodes. <laughs> My and I'm pleasure. Honored. Of course, you guys are going to see much more of her in 20, hear much more of her in 2021. Uh, you can follow her at www.lashawnbrooks.com. Uh, if you're looking for some coaching, she's also available. So hit her up. Check out her website. She got books. She has t-shirts. She is on the grind. Thank you, LaShawn Brooks. We appreciate you. Merry Christmas once again, everybody. And you know what? I'll see you guys on New Year's Day. Have an amazing day. See you.